Did you know you can get all of our podcasts on our free podcast app? Head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to download the app now. For the world's most ecstatic love and sex podcasts, bonus videos, and exclusive articles, head to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the free app now. Hi everyone and welcome to another Raw Attraction Magazine podcast. Today we've got Aslan Claymore on. He is the author of Red Knight, The Thinking Man's Blueprint to Masculinity, Sexual Confidence and Becoming Irresistible to Women. Uh, Today we're going to talk to him about attraction and masculinity. Um, So it's going to be an interesting listen for men especially but also for women who are wondering how men might navigate the world of of dating relationships and attraction um from from our standpoint so hi aslan how are you doing hey steve good to be with you yeah so where should we start let's start with um a bit about why you've written this book and um yeah what what's what's going on there in your book it sounds a very interesting title uh, yeah yeah um it's one of these titles where it's on one on one side of it, it's very ambiguous, Red Knight, and that's why I wrote the subtitle to try and, you know, uh, be more specific. Um, so about six years ago, I, I started a, a company. Um, I was living in London, and I, I, I'm sure you've talked about this in the past uh, with some of your past guests. I, I don't know. I know you've been going for quite a while, but your uh, your magazine um, I'm sure you've covered this this topic. There was a book written called uh, The Game by Neil Strauss. It's quite a notorious book by now. And, mm-hmm. and lots of men and lots of women have heard of this book. And it gave rise to some, some beautiful things and it gave rise to some really kind of toxic things. But I kind of, uh, I entered uh, this, this world at a point where I was seeing these beautiful things. I was seeing these, you know, these self-development paths. And I was seeing... Um, I was seeing hope. I was seeing this this idea that um, that this this loneliness I felt, this frustration I felt more than anything, I suppose, of n- not understanding how to communicate with women. Um, and this is uh, like my my sort of autistic side, if that makes sense. Um, being a kind of a, a logical guy and and got going through life and just not understanding um, why women weren't attracted to me if they weren't and why they were attracted to, to, to some other guys and and the classic story you know growing up of you know girls being attracted to these like bad boy characters who were kind of you know not very nice people and just the confusion about that like what the hell what the hell's going on here so it's the classic story that that lots of guys talk about where they 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 get into this crazy world um and they start going down this path and my path was um i couldn't stand nightclubs i, I I, I, and even even now, it's not where I go to to have fun. To me, the idea of um, thinking that you're going to meet a girl in a nightclub and have any kind of um, connection that's that's worth something to me was just seemed in, in, insane. Um, the whole kind of uh, world of pickup artistry, which is kind of what this book, The Game, celebrated and talked about, I, I just couldn't get into because it was saying well you've got to go to nightclubs you've got to kind of um remember all these kind of fancy lines and you've got to kind of um you know approach women with all these kind of logical um scripts and things and it it just didn't i just couldn't do it i just it didn't fit with me at all whenever i tried that i just felt like a complete fraud i was like this this can't be the answer this can't be the answer to meeting women having to remember a bunch of memorized things and Whenever I tried it, I just felt horrible about it. So I discovered uh, a, a very different world, and it was a world of people who uh, believed that the best way to um, to engage with women wasn't inside nightclubs. It was in the daytime. You know, no alcohol, no um, no music you hate, um, no no spending money on on venues just to meet women. It was out in the daytime. So um, I kind of being my uh, a very obsessive kind of guy i abandoned everything i was doing i abandoned um a, a, a sort of a budding career in advertising to um to get a um a job in it that allowed me to live in central london mm-hmm. and then every day i would i would go out into oxford street which is one of the busiest streets in um pedestrian streets in europe and i would go out every day and i would talk to women and i would approach women and i would face my fear of rejection every single day 
without any alcohol, without any crutches, any, you know, without showing off to friends, without anything. Every single day I would approach women um, and get rejected. And, and uh, I say that, I say getting rejected. And it was never, it was never, you know, I've got no horror stories. Like when men say they're afraid of being rejected, they're afraid of that, that really terrible reaction they imagine from some, you know, um, bitchy girl in a nightclub. I never had anything terrible. Girls are always polite, but irrespective of that, I was still facing the fears of, of getting turned down and, and basically being told in a polite way, I'm not attracted to you. And I pursued that and, and tried to navigate through that for um, a good year, a good year, um, because I wanted, to, I wanted to find out where the truth was because there were these guys online, these gurus, these, you know, people in the, in the game and people saying that they had these, they'd worked out what women are attracted to. But I, I refuse to accept that the way uh, that the truth was in, you had to memorize all this rubbish. It's, you had to, I refuse to accept that the truth was manipulation. You, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I wanted to find out, um, the truth that was in within myself. How, how could, um, where was the attractiveness in me? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So to end this to end, to end this monologue, because uh, you said why did I write the book, I ended up um, getting to a point where I I, I, I had developed this confidence that I'd never had before, where um, I was getting good reactions from women, and you know I, I ended up finding a girl that I really liked, and I ended up dating this girl, and eventually guys started coming to me and wanting to learn what I had had sort of learned. So that led to me creating a coaching company that I that I built and. Blah, 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 blah. But that was a few years ago. And it got to the point where I, I was I was getting frustrated with the fact that what I had learned and what I was teaching guys was very narrow. It was it was only applicable to a very narrow band of men because I was it was very specific. It was like I can teach you how to approach a stranger in the street and, you know, or in a coffee shop and how to, you know, how to engage her. But that's so, so narrow. Like it's like a, a single man who's kind of interested, who lives in a big city, who's interested in, you know, um, approaching girls in the street. What about a married guy? What about a young guy in college? What about a guy who's just interested in that girl in his office? What about, you know what I mean? So I was getting frustrated with, I, I felt like I was, I, I had something to give and to help a lot of men, but I, I was only teaching this narrow band of people who, I'll be honest, a lot of them were still these kind of you know, in that kind of world of, of pickup artistry. And I was getting frustrated that I was like, well, I, this is not enough. So that led me down the world of really looking into and researching, you know, masculinity and the, the, and mythology and the spirit and the spirituality of, of the, the masculine and the feminine and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then a few years later, I'd, it, it, it resulted in this book that is called uh, Red Knight. So that's my that's my monologue for how the book yeah. Came out. Uh, and as, as a side note, and I, I think I've mentioned it before on a, on a previous podcast. I mean, part of the reason War Attraction even exists is probably down to you and your that company that you set up. Because I met another guy called Tom, and uh, he was part of your company. And I, you know, was doing learning about attraction in that way, sort of five six years ago, and. Uh, mm that's how i was like oh i need to start looking into this stuff between men and women and that's why i created a magazine for men and women and um so it's kind of yeah a a full story of of the last six seven years of yeah meeting you and your creations and that's led to what i've i've created so it's pretty cool that we're talking about this now for a few years down the line um Mm -hmm. because we've both got I think we've we've been in touch over the recent years, but we've both had uh, different paths. So the the discussion we can have today around these things will be quite interesting, I think. Um, mm. So, um, what is it all about then, um, in terms of attraction? What where do men um, need to start focusing their attention if they want to attract the right kind of women in their life? Mm. Well, we haven't got that much time, so I'm going to try and find the key points. Um, rather, you know, if I go on some big epic monologue, feel free to interrupt and ask questions and mm-hmm. and debate me on on, on things. I'm, I'm I'm I welcome debate. Um, 
And this is why I'm excited to start. I'm actually just starting to you know do podcasts and things to try and you know speak to people. And it's what's interesting about this podcast is that um, you told me that you know about half your audience is women. So I I can't wait to. I mean, obviously, I've 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 shown this to my female friends and and. Um, I've I've heard their their feedback and it's been remarkably positive. But then again, I'm very aware that these are my friends and these are people who already know what I do and all these things. So um, I can't wait to to hear what women think of this who who are um, alien to all of it, you know, to, to all this kind of stuff. So I can't wait to to read comments or you know to hear from your your listeners. So. Um, I'll start with the basic premise, and 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 again, feel free to to to, to debate me on, on on all these premises. So that the the premise, um, uh, which is at the base, um, you could call it a presupposition. That's at the base of the entire um, red knight concept, and I can talk later about why I call it red knight. Knight is with with a K. Um, the the basic premise is that I believe that ultimately sexual attraction is caused by sexual polarity between the masculine and the feminine. And that on its own is a topic that I'm sure would fill many hours of conversation. What, what is the masculine? What is the feminine? Then you're delving, you're literally delving into the world of spirituality and duality and all that kind of stuff. So I know you don't want to get bogged down there too much, but we can just, um, that's my premise that um, ultimately sexual attraction is the result of sexual polarity between the masculine and feminine. And it's something that, you know, I know you've read the work of David Dader and I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of his ideas and that's, probably where the the seeds of of this came from but um whereas um one author might say these ideas and it, it just because it makes cognitive sense the the it the stuff that i'm going to be talking about in this podcast and also in my book um it, it's not just from sitting down you know sort of philosophizing it's it's from my direct experience which is a very unique experience approaching literally thousands of women all across the world um and it sounds kind of you know, weird and, and sleazy to say that, but that's my journey I went on. And I, I've approached women in major cities, literally all, all across the world, Australia, Russia, Eastern Europe, America, you know, that's the journey I've been on. And um, so that's what kind of supports um, or, or has a major influence in these ideas that, you know, brings in the work, the like, mythology of masculinity and especially the work of Carl Jung, which I can talk about. So the premise is that the attraction is caused by this polarity between masculine and feminine. And when you have a, a very sexually um, charged, passionate couple, it's due to that sexual polarity. Um, now, masculinity and femininity is because uh, I know there's so much debate, especially in America right now, going on about gender politics and all these things. So I don't want to get into that, but it has been it's it's been scientifically proven that um, that generally speaking, the vast majority of men tend to be um, mostly masculine, and the vast majority of women tend to be mostly feminine. And there are obviously exceptions to that rule. And in in gay relationships, um, this, you'll get the same kind of dynamic if you if you have a sexually attracted. Um, uh, relationship that you have the masculine and the feminine. Now I know there's there's uh, exceptions and there's couples who are kind of they they switch around and things. And so uh, you know without getting into that too much, the, that's the basic premise of, of the book. And if if a man is 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 struggling to be attractive to um, to a in fact, I'll start by saying from this point onwards, whenever I refer to men and women or men being attracted to women and women being, being attracted to men, I'm, I'm talking about masculinity and femininity. So just that as a, you know, because obviously there are going to be more feminine men who are attracted to masculine women and vice versa. So um, men who are struggling to attract women, they're struggling. Struggling is maybe a funny word that they're, they're going through the world and women aren't attracted to them they're not captivated by them they're not having the effect on women that they they feel that they would like to have and my premise is that that's because they're not displaying um specific masculine qualities and those masculine qualities aren't uh cultural in the sense that well you haven't got a beard you haven't you're not you're not wielding an axe over your shoulder you're not you know riding a motorbike it's it's none of these things that that movies would um would say well this is the masculine you know um you've got to you've got to sit down with your legs wide open and act all alpha and all this stuff that's not what i mean i mean something far far deeper than that i i mean um at the, at the risk of sounding like a, like a hippie, I mean like the the deep energy of 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 the the masculine soul, the masculine spirit, and I believe that that is um, translated into into behaviour, into thought, into action, um, 
and the best way of translating it I, that I found is through the work of Carl Jung, who talked about the masculine archetypes, which are the sort of almost like the separate um, behavior blueprints, the separate realities uh, or, 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 or meta stories that exist within men. Um, and when you develop these within yourself and then express them uh, in the world, then women will react differently to you because they will experience the various aspects of your masculinity. So that's the premise of the of the of the book, um, and we can go into it more uh, as as much as you like. Yeah, I'd like to go into the more um, definitely the practical things because yeah, we can't get too bogged down in in the spiritual. And I I know I have done in the past, and also you know the yeah. even the archetypes they can be a bit fluffy. Uh, in terms of not, if someone's hearing their mar archetypes, like how do I actually practically um, do those, behave, mm -hmm. yeah. integrate those things into my life? So, yeah, um, what are some some practical things that you can draw from those archetypes? Um, are there certain behaviors yeah. that we should be looking at as yeah. a man? Yeah, there's 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 specific actions. Um, the, I started the book with this kind of. Um, this base um, proposition, and then I went from there and I built from there. Because um, I, I, I didn't want to just start with, oh, just do this, do this, do this, because then I just sound like another one of these kind of pickup artists trying to give these kind of tips of how to trick women. And I wanted to make sure that, that this wasn't about manipulation. This was about um, building yourself from the ground up uh, and understanding uh, masculinity in this way, so that when you're when you're uh, going through the world and operating in the world, you're not thinking, "Oh, what can I? What's that trick that I learn in order to get that girl to like me?" You are you are um, grounding yourself um, and then acting uh, in an authentic way, and that can be hard. That can that take that can take years of, de of development, but that's kind of the goal of the book. So I'm going to premise any tips or or actions that i talk about with with that saying that i i really recommend that people get this deeper understanding to kind of um um uh to to provide the actions and, and techniques and stuff with with the context that's that's needed so um towards the end of the book i talk about um well it, the midpoint of the book i talk about how the masculine archetypes there's there's six masculine archetypes in my uh, attraction model and these can be um separated into two different groups i call them the open masculine archetypes and the closed archetypes and this this creates the kind of um a kind of polarity within masculine expression uh three of the masculine archetypes are um open they are relational they are the archetypes that are in uh, that are open to the influence of the outside world, and the other three are sovereign and self-autonomous, and they're kind of they're closed. And the main problem that men face is that most men are um, are overly open, uh, meaning that they they don't have a strong connection to some of their closed masculine archetypes. I'll, I'll list these archetypes now. Um, there is the magician, the peacemaker, the warrior the wild man, the trickster, and the lover. The open archetypes are the lover, the peacemaker, and the wild man. And the two most prominent archetypes that most men, most modern Western men um, have good connections to are the peacemaker and the lover. And the lover is the, is the archetype of um, your desire, your... If someone has, only has access to their lover and nothing else, then he'll be stuck in a world of self-gratification, um, playing computer games, just doing what feels good right here and right now, right? Um, but most men, when it comes to attraction, they're they're stuck in their peacemaker, and the peacemaker um, is that femininity within you that is very um, that is very aware of the other person, that is um, very empathetic. It's that empathetic um, part of you that is is constantly adjusting yourself to to please the other person the, the the peacemaker is like the the chameleon uh within us that 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 um that responds to someone in a in a, in a you know in a very instant live way and it's a very it's a it's an amazing skill to have someone who's got a strong connection to their peacemaker you know they make great friends they make great um uh they're great communicators 
and everyone loves having, having them around and they're they're amazing at connecting with people uh because they really listen they really really put themselves in the other person's shoes and they really uh pay attention and listen to people and this is what women mean when they say they want a man to listen to them they want a man who's in touch with their peacemaker uh, the problem is that when a man is so good at building rapport, he's very afraid to break that rapport. He's very afraid to lose that label as the nice guy, as the the guy that's um, uh, you know a, a great listener. And they they can become trapped within this uh, this peacemaker archetype. And they're very uh, the the opposite archetype in the in the attraction model is called the the trickster. And this is the archetype that is the joker, the the. The role player, the, the 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 archetype that can tease a girl, and and peacemakers are afraid to do this because they're afraid of upsetting women. They're afraid of you know overstepping the mark of of losing that that um, that that validation as being uh, the nice guy. So guys get trapped in this in this uh, in inside this archetype. That's just kind of one example of the situation most men find themselves in. Yeah, it's like so, the, uh, the old adage that women don't really want to be agreed with all the time um, because that doesn't create attraction. But then men have to really know intuitively when it's fine to break the rapport and like not do it haphazardly. Um, like really be steady in themselves to know, no, this is bullshit or this is bullshit. And, and call them on that and, and also you know be prepared to be called on their own bullshit um is that what you mean by the, the just knowing those opposites and calling out things when they don't sit well with with a man or a woman whoever whoever it is really yeah yeah a, a, a man who and i'm using the peacemaker as just a just one example a man who's um you know set in his peacemaker and one woman he's he's constantly trying to please her constantly trying to appease her constantly asking are you okay is there anything i can do for you how are you feeling how are you she wants to claw that guy's eyes out after a while because uh, you know if you're if you're listening to a um a tonal sound in the background right some some hum eventually you start to you start to um, not hear it anymore. It starts to disappear in your awareness because the constancy of that tone, you just start to stop, you, you stop hearing it after a while. If that tone then suddenly changed to a different tone, to a higher or lower pitch, all of a sudden it would become, a, it would, it would, um, it would bring itself into to your attention again. And that's because, you know, the, the human condition is we, we, what remains the same in our experience becomes invisible to us. This is why when somebody has loads of, you know, it doesn't matter how much money somebody earns, eventually they get used to it. Eventually, somebody, you know, you get used to that Lamborghini in your driveway, I imagine, and you know, one day, who knows, but you, you get used to that, that whatever le your level of wealth, you could get the most uh, insanely attractive girlfriend, or if you're a girl, you know, some rich billionaire, you know, and you live this lavish lifestyle, at some point, it will become the norm to you, and you'll feel just the same as you did before. So if all you are being to a woman is, is this kind of li great listener, that is the, the virtue of that, the value of that starts to disappear because that's all she experiences from you. She, she experiences no other aspects of your masculinity. So what I discovered through all of this work was that what sparks attraction very specifically is the oscillation and undulation between open and closed masculine archetypes. Because when you're expressing, you know, the, the tapestry of your open archetypes and then you can switch effortlessly and naturally as you do, you know, expressing the wholeness of your masculinity, when you switch to your closed archetypes, which, by the way, the, tr the trickster, the magician and the warrior, and when you can um, oscillate and dance between your open and, and, and closed masculine archetypes, a woman experiences the fullness the, vi the full color of your masculinity, like if, if that tonality was going up and down, up and down, up and down, it would never disappear in your awareness because the, the constant um, changing of, of the experience means, uh, in terms of what we're talking about, a woman will never grow bored of you. She will never get tired of you. And also it means that when you are expressing, and let's talk about the warrior, because the warrior is the archetype missing from most, uh, from most modern men. You know, the, the warrior is that hardness that the woman wants as well as the softness. She wants, and you just mentioned there, she wants a guy who can call her, call her on her bullshit. Well, that's the warrior who's going to do, do that. The warrior who, says, who, who, who puts his foot down and says, 
you've crossed this boundary this is not acceptable and or that she wants that just as much as she wants that that great listener and look you know many girls listening to this will have the experience of of maybe you know in her in her in her youth craving that bad boy she gets the bad boy but then she starts to grow grow tired of the fact that he's just closed you know he's just the trickster the trickster and the the warrior um all of the archetypes combined they create what i call the attractive personality types and the and the trickster and the warrior is is called the provocateur right very exciting for women but but even though these guys that women get tired of them because they start to crave that connection they start to crave the the, you know a guy who can listen to them and all these things and this is why a, a woman might rebound from a bad boy and date that super nice guy but then gets bored of him because he's just a pushover so what women are looking for uh that that perfect guy that that seems to have these these character traits that seem to contradict to each other and why most men are just like what are you talking about you want a guy who's got these bad boy traits but he then he's also a great listener but he also jokes around with you but he's also this and also that what they're saying is they want a man who has access to the fullness of his masculinity does that make sense yeah totally um then there comes actually you 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 asked for practical tips and i actually didn't actually give any practical yeah, tips but like, I, yeah I can, how do, how I do we know that. how do yeah i think that's where we need to go next because um yeah the thinking mind and i'm a bit of a thinking man i guess i try and analyze too much things too much i guess when it comes to attraction and relationships and yeah. stuff um the yeah how how do i embody these things and if i'm thinking too much surely that is not going to help me i need to actually embody uh these archetypes um rather than think oh i need to jump to magician now i need to jump to this i need to be a trickster i need to be a warrior how the how am i going to know when to do when and what the hell is going on um that's the thinking man probably thinking um yeah rather than a man who is a magician yeah a man who is in his body more and not so much in his head he will embody Mm. these things so you know how do we help the thinking man with all this new information yeah well i see uh, by the way that that feeling of being in your head that's that's you operating out of your your magician archetype we we know how it feels when we are centered in a specific and operating out of a out of a particular masculine archetype that feeling you have when you feel driven and focused whether you know you're you're at the gym or you're you're working or or you're you know you feel so you feel your whole reality is a laser on a, on accomplishing a goal and you know that you can bear any pain any you know that feeling that's when you're in your warrior and we all know that feeling as men you know in certain times right that time when you're um you're absolutely inside your head working out logical problems um, div- divinating plans and schemes and strategies. That's you locked into your magician archetype. All of your archetypes have a purpose. And, you know, a biologist and an evolutionist or a psychologist would say that they have, you know, survival value. And this is where they, how they developed. Each masculine archetype has a specific um, purpose. So you need your magician for work, assuming that your work is, you know, you know, you work in, in an office or you have a very kind of intellectually um, demanding job, which is what most people in the West have. And this is why most men find it difficult to approach women, you know, in their lunch break or something, or, or they, they need to go through a kind of a, a ritual with their friends to get them themselves out of their head when they go to go go to a nightclub or go to a bar because they need to escape their, their their magician archetype and get like you said get into their body and the archetype of the body primarily is the wild man this is the this is the ancient um archetype that if it was an error in the brain it'd be like the limbic system this is your this is your this is the closest thing connection we have to the animal kingdom this is in your body there is no thought. This is non-thought, and this is where your your you know your sexuality is, and that kind of that that deep um, uh, yeah, it's 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 the body, and this is where men are trying to get to when they get drunk. You know, they're trying to basically get into their into their lover and into their into their primarily into their wild man when they get drunk and they go clubbing. They want to lose. They want to get out of their mind. Um, anyway, so you've got to stop me when I stop. I start hypothesizing and philosophizing. You, we, you guys want practical, 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 um, practical things. So, um, yeah. So, 
when you combine these masculine archetypes together, it creates the attractive personality types. And there are 15 attractive personality types. And based on the the various, um, the, the, based on your primary masculine archetypes that you embody when you're interacting with women and with most guys, it pretends to be the magician, right? Or the peacemaker. There's there's just things that 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 you could that you do that just aren't that attractive because um, you 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 don't have um, the 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 specific actions and techniques that I'm going to talk about now. You won't have access to them because you'll be up in your head. You'll be stuck in your magician. So the first thing I'll say is that when you are um, I'm going to try and think of an of an all encompassing situation, um, and and I'm sorry, girls, I've got to talk to the guys here because that's where my primary experience is. But I'm sure girls can take something from this. When you see a girl that you are attracted to, um, you know, let's say you're in a coffee shop and you think, oh, I want to go talk to her, and and you're in your, you're on your lunch break, and and you're a computer programmer or an engineer, and you are up inside your head, right? You cannot go and talk to her um, and expect. To, 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 to be like Shakespeare, you, you know, when you're when you're up in your head like that. So the first thing I teach guys is something called archetype awareness. And it's, sorry, sorry, well, first it's archetype awareness and then it's, uh, well, I'll get to that. And it's it's recognizing, okay, I'm, I'm literally seeing a movie in my mind of approaching her, right? This is the magician playing out the scenario, right? And, and, and moments earlier, it was playing out, playing out a scenario of potential solutions to some engineering problem or some computer programming problem. problem. So great to- tool for the job at hand. And then you look at this girl and you go, oh my God, look at her. And the magician starts then engineering potential situations and all these things. And we all know that that doesn't tend to go well because the magician isn't exactly the best um, communicator, isn't exactly the best socializer. So in other words, the magician plays the movie if you're getting rejected in the worst possible ways. Everyone in the cafe is laughing at you. Your trousers fall down. Uh, everything goes wrong, right? So you have to recognize, okay, I understand that these images and these thoughts and these emotions that are coming up are the product of my magician just making a big, a big mess of this. So what most guys do is they they um they they believe that voice they um they believe uh, the basically the, the magician who's like an awkward scientist t- trying to teach you how to, t- how to talk to a girl so it's recognizing that the 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 lens through which you are currently experiencing reality the magician's lens isn't ultimate reality it is very subjective you are currently um assessing the the idea of approaching that girl through the the the, the lens of the magician which is a fault which is the wrong lens right you are going to have thought you, you're going to feel awkward because you know the magician isn't isn't a great communicator so the first step is recognizing that you are looking at this through the wrong lens and you need to put the magician aside and i think personally that the the, the best archetype at least you know in a, in a everyday environment the best uh, archetype to to embody and move yourself towards is the lover and the lover is um the archetype of of, of your truth it's the archetype of of being in the moment if anyone's read the power of now I believe that that is really bringing yourself into um, into the now, into your experience. Um, I used to teach guys to to just to, to maybe to rub their fingers together, to to breathe, take some breath, you know, and focus on the breath. Meditation does this to focus on the breath because what that does is it brings your attention out of the um, the visualizations in your mind, which is the realm of the magician, and to bring your awareness to your body. Um, which is bringing yourself into the moment. And as you look at her, rather than getting distracted by the, um, the machinations uh, 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 you know, of, of the magician, focus on her and focus on the purity of what, of, of what you're really feeling about her. And rather than um, saying things to yourself like, oh, no, she'll never like me, or oh, I'm, I'm not feeling very confident, you'll say things like, wow, wow, look at her. My God, she's beautiful. Wow. And, and if, if you can bring your attention to these things, this is, and you, you'll start to feel this is your lover archetype. Now, and at some point, you've got to make the um, decisions, maybe not a good word, because that maybe implies um, an intellectual process. You've got to then come, come into contact with your warrior, because the warrior is the part of you that acts in spite of fear. The warrior is your courage. So you've got to um, become aware of the um, the courage that does exist in you 
and well, I think that's a wise saying that says, um, cowardice is wisdom of your weakness encourages um, wisdom of your of your of your strength or something like that and courage like many things i believe is is a skill that can be developed and you know one success uh, and by success i just mean facing fear it doesn't matter the reaction you get one success begets the next so the more you practice um, feeling fear and acting, feeling fear and acting, the more that becomes a part of who you are. I am a person that acts in spite of fear, uh, which, by the way, I, I believe is the path to, uh, to to self-esteem. I believe that self-esteem is, is built every time that you act with integrity in the world, which just means that when your actions are in line with your 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 thoughts and your emotions. Uh, and as men, if you see a woman that, you're, that you think, oh my God, I want to go and talk to her, and you don't, that's you acting without you're not acting with integrity with yourself and that's that's what erodes self-esteem so um so you have to get in touch with your warrior uh, and the warrior doesn't think the warrior isn't trying to analyze the warrior just knows what the lover wants and he acts the warrior is the archetype of action right mm. uh and, and and these things on their own uh, you know, w w w can change a man's life. Now, now, what do you say to the woman, right? What do you go over and say? Now, look, if you are, look, there are obviously like, you know, conversation techniques, how to build a conversation, and we can talk about those things. But at the very base of it, if you can go up to a girl and you can um, be, be, oh God, be authentic uh, and, and, you know, and, and be like, the, you just need the warrior to go over and just ha have the courage and go over. But then you've got to stay in your lover. The lover is the girl, the guy who goes over and he just says to her, I had to come over and say hello to you. You know, you look, you look, you, you know, you look beautiful. My name's, uh, my name's Aslan. Like, and, and the trick is to, and I say that this is where it, it takes practice to, to really uh, get comfortable with, with, with your lover. Because a lot of guys are afraid of, of, of going over to someone and and, and being naked in front of them and saying hey, I had to come and talk to you because you you are you are risking rejection. Most men they want to put on a mask. They want to go over and be like, hey, yeah, you know, how's it going? They want to kind of pre pretend, and they're doing that because they're afraid of being rejected. Because if they do get rejected, they can tell themselves, well, well, you know, I wasn't really being myself. I wasn't really kind of. I didn't really make make. I didn't really do it properly or something. But when you go over and you and you just and you literally. You know, let's say I'll give you a very specific example. Let's say you are feeling tired. You are feeling like I'll give you a specific story. I was in uh, in L.A. and I would I, I went to the cinema. Right now, when I go and see a movie, I get sucked into it. I'm one of these guys where afterwards I feel like a zombie. You know, I, I really get sucked into a film, and, and afterwards I, f I feel like a zombie. I, I you know I feel like a like like a very strange zombie, like I've taken drugs. Right, and I came out of this movie. And I saw this stunning girl um, in the in the in the lobby area, and I felt like I, there's no way I could talk to this girl. There's no way I could do it because I felt like a like an in like a like a weirdo. You know, you know that mm -hmm. feeling. I don't know if you ever had that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah um, so I thought there's no way, and I walked out of you know the the, the cinema, and as soon as I, I walked out, I knew that I was going to approach her. Because I felt that warrior going, come on, come on, you know, it's like, it's like, you, like, I know you want to talk to her. The magician's there like, no, no, no. So I went over to her and the first thing I said is that, listen, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I feel like a zombie. I've just watched this film. This isn't going to be, this isn't going to be my most charismatic moment. But look, I had to come and say hello to you. I, I literally told her the truth. If that makes sense, I literally mm -hmm. told her what my insecure, specifically what my insecurity was. I said, "Look, you're not. I'm not going to be uh, uh, something like that." And you know what? And I got her phone number. Well, you you didn't say the whole truth. You didn't say uh, I was in my magician and now I'm in my warrior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Does that? I mean, does that make sense? Like, yeah, that's, it makes sense. That's completely. the base. That's the baseline for. Um, any, anything else I can teach. And, and by the way, if you press me, now we can talk about some very, very specific techniques and, and things. But I, I really felt that was it's important to, to, to give guys that kind of that foundation because I don't want to just give off, oh, just say this to the girl, say this to the girl, and then she'll like you because it, it, it really does go very, very deep. 
And until you start to to look at the roots of all of this, because like the, the the problem I think a lot of guys have with this um, this whole pickup artistry stuff is a lot of guys are walking around with a bunch of lines and a bunch of tips, and they feel like frauds. They feel like fakes, and they feel like they're going to get found out at any 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 minute. Yeah. God, I hope she doesn't find out that I'm actually I'm actually a freak. You know, I hope she doesn't find out that I'm actually a, a, I've got these this bag of tricks. I, I believe it is a man's birthright to 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 to, to be a masculine man, assuming that that he is a naturally masculine man to 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 give birth to his his um the fullness of who he is, right? And I believe that when he does that. When he achieves that, and you know, in lots of self-development um, circles, they call that self-actualization. Um, that was coined by coined by by Maslow, who talked about the um, the, the degrees or the steps of um, human pro- uh, development. It's 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 giving birth to to who you are truly capable of of of, of becoming, and this works for men and women. It's and this is an ongoing process, and I believe that the more you become, the bigger you become, the more you, the more of yourself you're you're um, you're you're giving to the world. The more women that are going to recognise that and 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 naturally naturally be attracted to that, because the the, the it's not. I think a lot of men think that they are the. They are unattractive by default, and they have to learn ways to trick women into being uh, attracted to them. My premise is that, no, you are attractive. You've just got to unlearn so much shit. You've, you know, we've all got so much trauma from childhood, sexual shame. Um, You know, masculinity has shamed so much now that men are just, they don't know what's going on. So I believe that it's more about... um, healing trauma um unlearning so much poisonous and toxic stuff and then reawakening this creative uh, generative masculinity uh, and once you do that you don't need to learn any tricks sure there's conversation um uh techniques we can talk about how to build conversations and all these things these are great these are these are great communication skills but but the 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 the, the base belief that i want men to have is that at their core they they are they are they are valuable and there is a woman out there that will love you for who you are but at the same time there's work to be done you know what i mean there's there's not like a sense of entitlement i think men should have um you know we're, we're all fucked up in a variety of ways we all are we've all had um we've all had journeys and we've had tough experiences and we've got to, we've got to rebuild ourselves. And it's, it's, I think our, our task as men to, to build ourselves into the kind of men that women, uh, truly want and not for women, for us. But the reward is that, um, I don't, I don't think getting a, finding a wife, finding a girlfriend will be a, will be, um, as much of a, of a challenge as it, as it yeah, I mean, you cut height on a keynote there. It's like finding someone who loves you for who you are, and you, you may have to date many women to, and you, well, you probably will. I mean, I certainly still am. Um, <clears throat> of like, mm. you know, finding someone who will truly accept you for what you bring to the table as a man, and and women also. We have to speak about them a little bit. They also have different experiences of what they've. Um, expect from masculinity or man which is predicated on their experience with their father if their father abandoned them it's going to be completely different um, from someone who, who's had a loving father all the, the whole life so whoever you're going to match up with is going to have their ideas of what um, masculinity is and that relates to like how much you contribute to to meals and stuff like how much money you bring um, how how you like uh how loving you are how much touch you have how much intimacy there is physical intimacy can be dependent on her Mm. experience of men so there's all there's there's many complicated dynamics going on as well as yeah well as all the stuff going on inside your own self you have to be kind of aware that she is going to have all of these and you should speak to her when you meet her not obviously on on a the beginning dates well maybe Depends how confident you are, but um, mm. speaking about her relationship with um, masculinity and what 
she kind of her expectations are if she has any if she doesn't have any expectations then great that's better um yeah would you like to say anything around that yeah well i only want to talk from my experience and my my work thus far with um the red knight book and you know the courses i've created are focused on 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 sexual attraction uh, so I don't, I don't delve into the much more, obviously much more complicated and challenging world of relationships because this isn't my area of expertise and there's people far more qualified than me. So my work is prompt is, is just talking about my experience with that kind of, um, early courting phase, that, that, that initial dance, mm-hmm. um, that creates the spark that would inspire, um, a man and a woman to want to spend time together and develop something. Um, and this is an area that, is, if I'm honest, this is my next area of fascination. Like, I, I remember there was a time when I would um, be introduced to somebody and there'd be, it'd be some kind of, you know, famous uh, quote-unquote pickup artist and I'd be kind of inspired by their stories of of uh, seduction and stuff. Now I can't stand those guys. They're so boring. Like now the, the people that inspire me is when I meet a couple and it could be, it could be like an internet couple, like a YouTube couple. You know, I don't know, I don't know them personally. And I just look at them on camera and I think, Oh man, that is so inspiring. So, for me now, the next part of my journey, at least in terms of relating with women, it isn't about attraction. It's about, it's about connection. It's about love. Now that like, I, I feel like I've decoded, uh, attraction in a very powerful way, but love, that's the next, uh, the next, um, area that I want to, I want to delve into. And, and I know that I, I've still got work to do in terms of my intimacy issues and, uh, and fear of, commitment and and all this kind of stuff that's the next phase so i'm very aware that my work has limits and i and i admit that it's not the be all and end all of ultimate relationships between between men and women but it is it's very powerful for men who are who just can't seem to to access that that world of women um so i'm I'm sure that based on you know the conversations we've had it seems like that you are much more experienced in that next phase um yeah a little i mean uh, i've having done so many podcasts now and, and taking in so many different ideas that I certainly have as kind of my well of uh, wisdom is perhaps wider than the average person's. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think just what I But said, I do get emails from, from guys, um, like I got an email just just, um, just the other day from a guy who said, he was just thanking me, um, he's, ma- he's like, you know, this in his 50s, he's married, and he said that before reading his book, his wife had told him she was expressing doubts about their marriage, and he was saying that after reading the book, he's been, um, you know, uh, using that knowledge to kind of rekindle that, that, that magic in the relationship. So... You know, even though that I know there's a lot more dynamics at play in 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 a relationship other than just sexual attraction, it still it still does play a very powerful and important role. That I'm I feel very happy that I've met. I feel like I've made a contribution uh, to that. Um, if you want me to talk about more specific um, uh, techniques that guys can can go and do in conversations and things to get them into interactions, which let's be honest, uh, if you can teach a guy how to get into some interactions. Um, that on its own can can be a massive thing for guys because get into interact get into interactions get used to talking to women you're going to be getting over your fears you're going to be getting these kind of um, experiences and, and reference points that tell, that tell you hey look women aren't so scary um well this is and, in, this is in that, your book right yeah. this is in your book yeah 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 it's in the book um, well, as we're a bit pressed for time, why don't you just tell people how to get the book and then they can get these uh, insights into how to start interactions and all the other good stuff that you've got in there. That would be super cool. Cool. Yeah, okay. Well, um, the book's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. But I'm actually doing um, uh, an offer right now where you can get the book for free um, if you just pay postage and packaging. Um, the way to get to that is I've got uh, – you know, I mentioned before that your your two most um, – your two primary masculine archetypes that you express when you're talking to women uh, creates what I call the attractive personality type. Um, and I've got an online quiz that you can take. It just takes a few minutes. And it tells you uh, what your attractive personality type is. So um, there is a longer link, but I've created a redirect. If you go to 15types.com, that's 
types, which is T-Y-P-E-S, 15types.com, that I'll redirect to um, to the quiz. If you take the quiz, it takes a couple of minutes, and it will basically identify, um, assuming that you answer the questions as, as honestly as possible, it will identify your two most uh, primary masculine archetypes that you are expressing right now in your conversations with women. And it's obviously all changeable because you have these, all of the masculine archetypes and therefore the personalities within you. Um, and then um, it will it will give you the chance to see this, um, like a training video for that that particular personality type. And at the end of that video, I offer um, the book, uh, just posted in packaging uh, for anywhere in the world. And I, it's not just a, the paperback book. It's also, um, you get this USB card and on the USB card is, is also the ebook on both the Kindle and uh, the EPUB format, which works in all other e-reader devices. And also it is the audio book, which took me months to record and, and edit. And it's like, it's about 10 hours long. And that's the, that's on there as well. So guys get that for free. Just, they, they just pay posting and packaging. Um, and you can get to that by going to 15 types, one five T Y P E S 15 types.com. Take the quiz. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully it's the start of uh, a beautiful journey of, of self-discovery. So, man, we've been talking for nearly an hour. I, I knew this was going to go on longer yeah. than your normal podcast. Yeah, I said half an hour, but, yeah, we've covered some cool stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm sure the listeners are going to be interested to get the book. And, um, <coughs> yeah, let's keep in touch. Maybe some more podcasts around the corner. And uh, thanks for your time today. And I want to hear from from women as well, actually. So, um, it, it, and guys, I want to hear from everyone. So, if, if guys want to speak to me personally, they can email me. Um, it's uh, Aslan E S L E N at Life Loaded Life L I F E Loaded L O A D E D Life Loaded dot com. Life Loaded is my is my coaching company. So, Aslan at Life Loaded dot com. Um, I'd be happy to to hear from you uh, to hear what you think. And uh, I'd, yeah, I'd love to hear from some from from some women who uh, have heard this. Nice. So cool. thanks, Steve, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great to have you on. Thanks again. And um, yeah, go get that book, everyone. So um, it's highly recommended for me. I, I, I highly recommend his Aslan's work. And um, yeah, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, it probably wouldn't be... Ha, Raw Attraction may not even have existed had he not created his first company. So I'm grateful that he took out there and used his warrior action mode in the very beginning and continues to do so. So, yeah, dude, go and check out his work. Thank you. Did you know you can get all of our podcasts on our free podcast app? Head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to download the app now. For the world's most ecstatic love and sex podcasts, bonus videos, and exclusive articles, head to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the free app now.